Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a very special interview by Collecting Weekly. I'm your host, Zach, and I'm joined by Dean Martin and Bruce Falconer of Falconer Productions Music. Bruce and his team have scored over 200 episodes of the Funimation and Cartoon Network dub of Dragon Ball Z in the 90s. We're here tonight to talk about his new grassroots music project, Dragon Amnesty, which has a funding goal of $28,000 by September 18th. Bruce, welcome to the show. Hi there. Oh, it's great to be here. It's great to have you, Dean. How are you doing tonight? Dude, excellent. I'm super excited. I am too. If you were a kid in the 90s, uh, Bruce's music is probably, without like any exaggeration, the soundtrack to your childhood. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. It's just an absolutely amazing soundtrack that you did for those episodes. I have a um, friend who works out to the Dragon Ball Z soundtrack, specifically when Vegeta goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah it's hilarious i mean people it's just iconic like you know when you hear it yeah and it's crazy because when you listen to some of the original stuff from the original release and then you hear bruce's it just adds so much more weight and so much uh so much more epicness uh oh, yeah. to the whole thing uh bruce you've been in composition for quite a while can you tell us how you got into composition well when i was a kid i was uh taking piano lessons i was 10 and um, all the usual things, practice your scales, learn the new pieces and the graded uh, piano books and uh, exercises. And then there was this, uh, this booklet of, of manuscript, blank manuscript. And it was like, that was my music theory. Um, and so you had to draw treble clefs and bass clefs and time signatures, whole notes, half notes, quarter, eighth, uh, all of them. And after, after about the first or second lesson, it's like, that's not what this is for. This is for writing music. <laughs> so I started writing little piano pieces. And uh, as long as I uh, practiced all my lesson, my, my teacher was great. She would let me play my little compositions for her in the last five minutes of the lesson. Yeah. So that went on and, and continued. And uh, uh, as I went to a more intermediate piano teacher and then an, an advanced teacher, I just kept writing uh, pieces for, for uh, piano and other combinations with piano. And then in high school, I, or junior high, I learned how to, started learning how to play trumpet. And I kept that going all the way through high school and college, as well as piano. And um, in ninth grade, my my uh, band director saw something in me, and he, he asked, why don't you uh, write a piece for band? And it's like, awesome, yeah, I'd love to. And so I took one of my piano pieces, and I made it longer and bigger for, and for band. And then he said, how would you like to conduct this in the uh, – spring concert it's like sure and so then he taught me how to conduct oh wow so uh the seniors needless to say were really jealous of this freshman <laughs> they they went uh, about a consortium of five of them went to the band director and said we want to conduct something too and so he, <laughs> he had to teach them all how to conduct uh -oh. so they shared the the stage with with him and me uh the whole concert it was, it was pretty awesome that's fantastic and 
then it, uh, it became I, I was writing pieces that were like uh, oh brass quintets because it was easy to get five uh, brass players together uh, and then it came time for college and um, to make my my family happy it's like you need to major in something serious like you know engineering so i was uh, an aerospace engineering major for one semester <laughs> and uh but i tactfully took uh piano lessons and trumpet lessons from the professors who taught the majors and i was in the symphonic wind ensemble by audition which is that's the kind of ensemble where there's just one person per part yeah and i was the first trumpet which is like the fourth in line uh first cornet was the very first and she was a uh, senior music major so i mean she was awesome trumpet player i was just odd to be in that group with all these great performers and uh so came time for finals in the in the fall and i went to the uh director of the music theory departments and with my briefcase of music which was about a four inch thick samsonite briefcase and i showed him all this music and i said if i uh got an a on your final exam could i uh be considered to be a composition major. <laughs> and so I went in cold turkey and took this this uh, final exam for Music 605 at UT Austin. And uh, I placed out of it and uh, was able to become a music major for the second semester and study with the uh, lead uh, professor of composition, Hunter Johnson at the time. Uh, which was like going into this this moment when there's this really world famous composer and I'm studying uh, composition with him. So it was yeah, it was like both joyous and scary, and it was a great experience. You've been a part of uh, one of the biggest anime shows ever for a tremendously long time. <clears throat> Uh, in Dragon Ball Z, uh, do you recall the moment that that you had been offered that uh, position to be making the music for Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, I do. And of course, I had already been uh, writing music on a, another show, Your New House with Michael Holligan. And I had uh, several PBS documentaries that I had done music for. And uh, so they called me up one day when I was writing music one afternoon and said, um, have you heard of the, the show Dragon Ball Z? And we would like you to write music for it. And so it was like, wow, this is a surprise call out of the blue. Uh, yeah, I would be very interested. And so they started giving me details. Um, it was uh, actually Gin who made that call. And uh, as I was uh, writing little details, like it's a 22 and a half minute show, we want music uh, uh, wall to wall from start to finish for every episode. Um, That was something that was laid out there in the very beginning. Um, And uh, so as he was describing Goku and some of the other characters and 
that he was going to get me a couple of uh, um, examples of the sh show and send me some VHSs at the time. Um, I got this inspiration, and uh, half of the inspiration survived. The other half is just on that sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of sharing it with everybody here in the next week or so. That's but, awesome. Um, I had a, you know, just what you would have normally is a, um, I had my, my Blue's Clues notebook as a uh -huh. work. And so I sat there and I drew out, I drew out five lines and, and wrote out a theme. And as I was writing out the theme, which came in two parts. I had some words that even came to me because at one point he was saying, well, maybe we'll have somebody sing because I asked the question, do you want somebody to sing the theme or is it an instrumental theme? And they weren't yeah. sure. They were going to think about that. But out comes this, this theme in my head. And it was like, and I'll sing it with the words because it's kind of funny because the words are not in existence in the show or anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, Fight for the right. Find all the dragon balls. So that's amazing. That that last little part, dragon balls. That part didn't. I, I modified that a little bit to be da 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 da. And instead, I simplified it. So yeah. da 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 da. And there in started the theme for the show, Goku's theme. And Iconic. if you slice that in half, and I've been silent for this for a fairly long time, but I, I like how Wagner uh, worked with light motifs. And so that first phrase and that second phrase, when you divide them up, Dun, da, 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 da. There's that second phrase, and that may sound familiar. That's SSJ3. Dun, da, 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 da. And wow. that's where SSJ3 came from, was Goku's theme when he's powering up and getting stronger and, and growing. One of the most hype moments of television and, as a youth. And then parts of the other parts of the theme, da 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 da, da which was in the theme, right. became da 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 da. The other parts of the SSJ three. So, there there are lots of little fun things like that that are uh, embedded in the music uh, throughout uh, the two hundred ninety one episodes, which I started at sixty seven and a half. Yeah. Because they had chopped 67 and 68 together into an episode, English episode 54, convoluted. Yeah. And thank goodness they finally went to the Japanese numbers. <laughs> so, needless to say, I was thrilled with the reception that the second half of the theme got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it was great how it grew into something uh, bigger than who would have thought. You know, you, you sit there and you. You're, you're just scratching out a little idea. Yeah, that's that's, that's fantastic. Amazing. And at one um, point, I was going to have songs, um, and it, it just didn't happen for various reasons. But I was, I had already signed a 
all the paperwork and everything. And so I naturally had a, a piece that I was writing, Android 18. And I had uh, collaborated with Meredith McCoy to do some lyrics and discovered that she was a phenomenal singer, just phenomenal singer. And so she sang all the parts of the of the voice in Android 18. And it was a joy to, to do that recording with her and, and uh, do the song with her, uh, with her lyrics. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, you've had such a tremendous reception from the fans for, for the music, the scores. And I think that a big part of that is a lot of yours are theme based. So Goku has a certain theme and other characters have reoccurring themes. And that, uh, and Cell and, and yeah. Boo and, just uh, and as they recur, they get more evil and the evil guys and yeah. Um, and then there's times when, like, Goku finally triumphs when he's saying goodbye in two ninety one. And there I had the theme in major, da 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 da. da. So that's that's in there when he's saying goodbye. Such a such a such a. Such an amazing series. Uh, the the fan reception has led you to your newest project, which is uh, Dragon Amnesty. As we mentioned earlier, it is a Kickstarter, and it's an all or nothing sort of Kickstarter with a goal of twenty eight thousand. Uh, currently, we're at three thousand four hundred and twenty six uh, raised. Do you mind if I play the sizzle reel, Bruce, and then we can talk about Dragon Amnesty? That'd be great. Hi, I'm Bruce Falconer. As a composer and performer, many of you know me from the music I created for Dragon Ball Z. I want to acknowledge and thank you, my amazing fans. You have been an integral part of my inspiration, success, and lots of fun over the years. I've had so many requests to add to my Dragon Ball Z American soundtracks. So with that in mind, I'm writing this very special piece of music dedicated just to you. The piece will be about 10 minutes long and includes strings, brass, guitar, and percussion. It will feature a live chamber orchestra. So in effect, you will also be helping studio musicians who have been greatly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Cake Mix Recording Studio will be hosting our performance of my new piece in a studio recording with the chamber orchestra. Over the past two decades, you have continued to enjoy and recognize my Dragon Ball Z music. You will always have my gratitude and appreciation for the support you have given me. And I know we talked about it uh, before we uh, before we went live, uh, but you had mentioned that you know this project was something that the fans have been asking for uh, for a long time—a longer piece, something that uh, you know it's it's been a while since you've done this kind of music uh, for the Dragon Ball series. Can you tell us um, maybe a little bit about the track that you're uh, hoping to get kickstarted? Well, it'll be at least 10 minutes long and uh, it'll definitely be uh, between 10 and 15 minutes, especially if I get, uh, if the song just goes last longer. Yeah. Um, it'll be, um, I have a whole bunch of new virtual instruments that I work with, and I also have my legacy Dragon Ball Z sounds. And having 
uh, live musicians participating will just add to the energy of the performance. I've always liked live performance, and I've been commissioned several times to write pieces for various orchestras and have been played by uh, orchestras around Texas and uh, Ohio and Indiana a lot. And um, so I, I like to have, and especially in this time, I, I wanted to have uh, some musicians in the studio, social distancing in, in a safe environment because we're doing all that stuff you have to do these days yeah. to stay safe. Um, masks and sanitization and just everything six feet. Uh, yeah. And I'll do it in, I'll do it in uh, groups of musicians rather than everybody at the same time. And it'll, it'll be an epic kind of score. Um, I love an, another inspiration is like the, the halo score. Uh, oh those good pieces. I really love that. Those are, that's an example of, of something I really have a lot of respect for. And the Mech Warrior 2 uh, score, I always loved that score. Um, and so I just want it to be of epic proportions and, and give a, a, a longer chance. There won't be any picture I'm writing to, so I have the freedom to write something that's longer. Whenever it was writing to picture, we had the limitations of how long that particular scene was. Yeah. So uh, that always shortened things. Um, most of the time, the exception being the spirit bomb, I thought that would never stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like man. this week, another spirit bomb. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with Dragon Ball. It's like a one conversation takes like three episodes and it's like four episodes of powering up. It's yeah, like, it's, even, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not a show of your impatience. It's <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a scene in the, in the film I did, uh, the bystander theory. And it's an action scene. I think it lasts like 10 or 12 minutes. And to write an action scene piece of music that goes for that long. Uh, the And of course, I did a full orchestra for the whole movie. And there's like 55 minutes of music in it altogether. And uh, that was uh, just phenomenal. So. I want to have that kind of an opportunity to write this long piece that does. It starts in a turgid kind of mysterious way and it'll have fighting scenes and triumph and, and resolution. Yeah, this is going to be uh, it's going to be epic. It's a, it's a two phase uh, Kickstarter and phase one, as you can see here, it's for the uh, creation of the music itself. And um, that uh, I believe phase one in September uh, 18th of this year. That, at, that date's important because that's the, the date that either it's funded in Kickstarter or it, it doesn't succeed in Kickstarter. Yeah. So this is an all or nothing type of project. It's, so it's an all or nothing. We need a, we need grassroots support. Uh, I'm reaching out to my Dragon Ball Z fans. Um, I know that there's 20, some 26 million people who watched Cartoon Network. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping for, a, you know, maybe two to 3,000 fans will step up and, and uh, do a, uh, 
I just did it right now. I'm trying to get it. Oh, awesome. Thank you. There there. You go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pledge tomorrow when my check drops. But Yeah, I just got uh, paid right now, so I was on my phone. Like, I need to take care cool. of this stuff. Bless right your now. heart. Thank yeah. you yeah. Uh, so some of the thanks you for powering up. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You got some fantastic benefits here, starting at the five dollar tier, which is the the back it because you believe in it uh, section. Uh, Ten dollars or more gives you the early bird first access download for the audio files out there. This reward gives you first access to the high quality download of the Dragon Amnesty music. Right. Uh, you will receive the download before the physical CD is mailed out. Uh, thank you for your support of Dragon Amnesty. You are amazing. And this is the high-quality download of Dragon Amnesty. The $15 pledge is for first access downloads. Uh, again, this is a high-quality download of Dragon Amnesty. Uh, and you also get first access to that. The $25 tier is the autographed Dragon Amnesty CD, a autographed copy of Dragon Amnesty, and you will also receive the high-quality download uh, of Dragon Amnesty around mid-February 2020 if this project is funded. Uh, this includes, of course, the high-quality download and the CD autographed by Bruce himself. The $50 tier uh, comes with all of the above, so the CD, the high-quality download of Dragon Amnesty, and an autographed picture of Bruce Falconer. Uh, really fantastic stuff there. Uh, $75 pledge is your name in the cd liner notes plus all the above so again that is your name in the cd liner notes as a project supporter the cd the autograph and the high quality download a uh, hundred dollars is uh the dragon amnesty t-shirt your name in the cd liner notes as a supporter the cd and autograph picture of bruce and the early access download uh 150 you get the bonus track of high voltage and Bruce, you said there was a gentleman that you had worked on high voltage for. I believe his name was Chris Carter. Do you want to talk about yeah. that just this, for a second? This summer, I, I got an email from uh, Chris Carter, who is working on a, a, a project in development. He's got brilliant illustrations. And uh, the, it's called High Voltage, and you can see it on uh, DeviantArt. And so... He asked um, if I could write a, a 60 second theme. The theme turned into a minute and a half. So it's really a high charged piece. And I, I put out the first 30 seconds, and the last minute of that piece just goes crazy nuts. It, it's <laughs> really screaming guitar. Yeah. And just really wild. And I just didn't want to release everything, but I wanted to say here's something that I did this summer. And, you know, Dragon Amnesty is going to be epic. And so um, I did release that uh, little teaser with the, with the images from Chris Carter's uh, uh, High Voltage. Yeah. Uh, there is uh, the final tier, which is $1,000 or more. And uh, that is as a VIP patron. You receive 10 one-hour private lessons with Bruce Falconer on scoring music to picture specifically for anime your lessons will be one-on-one -on -one with bruce via zoom or skype or another mutually beneficial platform uh, lessons will be once a week at one hour intervals and must be completed by april 30th uh, in addition you also get the 
prior benefits and uh to have a one hour session with someone as talented and as for uh, a yeah for a thousand i mean that's an incredible it's, it's ten, ten of them ten of yeah. them one for a thousand is an insane <laughs> yeah, deal you get ten that's incredible i um, try to be generous bruce on the kickstarter it says that um you're in, in dallas yes and you're from dallas I was born in Dallas, but I, I was a Navy brat. My dad was a naval oh, okay. aviator, and I, he was a pilot. So we, cool. um, we went around the, the various parts of the country, uh, New Jersey, California, Northern and Southern, Hawaii, Florida. Oh, and wow. I was in Ohio for three years when I got my two uh, postdoctoral fellowships. And then I was a... a uh, Ohio Arts Council recipient and a National Endowment recipient uh, writing music. And what brought me back down to Dallas was I was commissioned to write a piece for the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. And uh, um, that's called Washington on the Brazos. It's a symphonic poem. Yeah. And they've played it and San Antonio Symphony's taken it on tour and Lamar Symphony has played it. Well, we're from, we are also from Texas. So I was excited to oh, cool. see that. I was like, yeah, another awesome name from Texas. Where are you from? Uh, we, we're from San Antonio. Oh, okay. Well, I love San Antonio because the San Antonio Symphony has always been so supportive of my music. They're fantastic, actually. Yeah. I love how they played Washington on the Brazos. Uh, they, they are full of energy and just, approach new music bravely with lots of passion. Yeah, Fantastic. I totally agree. Um, you mentioned that there are millions of fans out there right now. Only 66 have stepped up to power up dragon amnesty. I'm hoping uh, once this goes live on all of our platforms uh, tomorrow, we can uh, help bring in uh, some more people. Like you, like, like you said, fans have been asking for it for a long time and, you know, now it's time for us to put our money where our mouth is. I mean, all, most of these tiers, uh, like a lot of us will spend, you know, 50, 60, 70 bucks on a figure, you know, 30 bucks for a statue. And so spending a little bit to get, yeah. uh, you know, some really high quality music, some great uh, different benefits, both digital and physical. Uh, and I mean, if you have the money, I mean, the thousand dollar tier is, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I went to, college and not did not well and had to hire some tutors for you know that were just upperclassmen and i mean that's like 50 <laughs> 60 dollars an hour for some yeah. kid to teach me math or physics you know <laughs> i mean you're talking bruce falconer for an hour uh 10, ten times. times i mean that's that's <laughs> yeah. uh that's unheard of you almost can't put a dollar amount on it and he did invaluable and i will say because uh, we have a uh, a patreon and coming up with tier bonuses is super hard. Yeah. Um, your tier benefit is it, it's really well structured. Well, Lisa did a great job of uh, helping me with with the uh, Kickstarter. She's my significant other. Yeah. And uh, we've got one that we're going to add that I've posted here and there was um, I was going to autograph a copy of the vocal score to Android 18 um, and get an autograph CD with that. And I'm just trying to figure out to place a tier in there uh, in the next day yeah. or so. Nice. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, we will be putting the link in the show notes if you want to check out the Kickstarter. Uh, again, this is an all or nothing project. So uh, if by Friday, September 18th, the project doesn't get funded, um, you know, that will be the end for the, the Kickstarter life of this project. So, uh, you know, we, we're in a lot of Dragon Ball Facebook groups. Uh, we'll definitely be sharing this with those groups. And uh, hopefully we can help get it off the ground. I, I just think it's fantastic. I mean, uh, I really can't say enough uh, to how significant of an impact uh, your scores have had on our childhoods. Hopefully, Dean, you don't mind me, mind me speaking for you. Oh, dude, 100%. Uh, I, but... I, watch, I watch Dragon Ball Z almost every day. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's a scene or two or whole episodes, I mean, it really is something I spend quite a bit of time on. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, easily. Not only to my childhood, but my adulthood. Yeah. I, I'm really thankful for guys like you. And and I can't tell you how many stories that I've had the pleasure and privilege to share. They would tell me that, that the, the music made a difference in their childhood. For some people, it turned them uh, around and got them focused. Some people became composers some people became uh voiceover talent uh some people just got their lives together because they found some focus and inspiration yeah. out of dragon ball z yeah it, it was it was just humbling to to be a part of uh, of uh, a positive uh light in their lives yeah my buddy is a prize fighter he's a boxer and like I said before, like he literally listens to the music while he's training. Cause like, I don't know, I guess he feels like he's also getting stronger, you know? And it's just like that, it's the music yeah, that reminds him of, you know, the show. And, and uh -huh. so it's really cool. I, I just love it. Yeah. Well, Bruce, did you want to, uh, I know you mentioned there was a few people you wanted to shout out, uh, um, another person I wanted to shout out was Chris Parsons. Uh, I've been working on this past year, his, uh, interactive book, and now it's an audio book and they're due for release in October. This is a mock-up cover. There's actually a, an, an actual final cover, but he signed this, uh, temporary mock-up, uh, of the book while I was working on, on, on the uh, songs and the uh, audio book and the, the little spark trailer and uh it's it's on be that spark.com uh, yeah, we'll be sure to put that in the uh show notes as well it's it's um, a different it, it, it's a different uh, group of people it's a younger and a family group um just so there's the style is slightly different but there is one song in there that i know uh, dragon ball z fans will like and it's called icing and uh it's kind of a heavy metalish uh song i love it uh and you also do uh run uh your own production studio that if people want to uh commission you i believe you do that as well right and, I, have cake, uh, I have cake mix recording and i i have produced several singer songwriters over the past many years and uh, Brian Yingling, uh, um, Rob Case, Lauren Grant, um, 
a um, a band called Cow Pilot. I could go on and on. Uh, just it's been a pleasure to help people realize their their music and and be that uh, music producer behind the scenes, making sure they realize their vision. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you can see there the uh, their information if you want to contact them. It's CakeMixRecordingStudio.com. And you guys are up in Dallas, I believe, correct? Correct. Very cool. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for your time. Uh, like I said, we really hope that Dragon Amnesty is uh, able to be funded by the fans. And uh, we're going to share this interview with all of our friends in all of our Dragon Ball groups. And uh, like I said, we'll be uh, I'll be kickstarting personally tomorrow. I think Dean did it while we were on air. But, uh, <laughs> we wish you all the best. And uh, again, I mean, we can't thank you enough for your time, for coming in and uh, joining us on our show. I really want to thank the, the the fans who are going to support this. It's it's a grassroots effort. It doesn't need to be a lot. Uh, if I have uh, just under 2,000 fans give a small amount, we can make this happen. And it'll help pay orchestra musicians, and it'll help uh, make the Dragon Amnesty a reality and uh, get that out there, hopefully in time for uh, KameaCon. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I don't think we really touched on it enough, but uh, one of the nicest parts during the Sizzle Royal is like, not only is this to produce a track that people really want to hear, uh, they're also studio artists that have been greatly impacted uh, during this COVID uh, shutdown. And so being able to uh, commission those artists to come in and record uh, in your studio would be would be a blessing for them as well. So yeah, I'll have string players and brass players and woodwind, uh, maybe a, a, a main percussionist. So it'll, it'll be pretty impressive uh, score. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Bruce. You've been uh, so generous with your time. Um, we really appreciate it again, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Falconer. Uh, thank you so much. And definitely if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, uh, in the 90s and you like his score check out dragon amnesty on kickstarter and uh, let's get this project funded let's power this up this is a grassroots dragon ball fandom at its finest and uh, hopefully we get some new music from bruce uh, here in the next few months i'm zach i'm dean i'm bruce falconer thank you catch you on the next episode bye